but you can believe it's gonna take the rest of my life to keep you.
Tri-State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Bitch, you want to make some motherfucking money? What? Bitch, you should be doing kisses on the playground. You can make 50 bucks a day. Buy all the purses and shoes you've ever worn. I'll treat you right, bitch. Shut up. Oh, all right then. Hey, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy! Bitch, don't you want to start making some real fucking money? <laughs> Leave me alone. Well, you were made for the playground, bitch. You should be out there working. Don't you want a new lunchbox? Nice new coat? I can get all that for you, bitch. Butters, dude. <laughs> what? You can't call my girlfriend a bitch. Oh. Well, all I'm saying, the bitch should be out there working is all. What you doing, bitch? Just giving kisses to Stan for free? You should be making some motherfucking money. Stan? But seriously, if you don't stop this, I'll kick your ass. Clyde, here's a hundred bucks. Stan comes near me, punch him. Wow, wait. Bitch, you... <laughs> There's nothing better than Butters the Pimp. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition on this... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! ...version of the show. I hope that you're doing well. I was woken this morning by, by the gods of thunder and lightning. Good God, did it rain this morning. Holy shit. Oof. Had to start building that damn ark again. Uh, all is good, though. Uh, no hail, no nothing like that. So the dogs were a little scared. I woke up, and I was like, ah, crap. I'll just start working on the show. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, first one here today was gold. He says, happy hump day, assholes. Well, happy hump day to you, too. Battleborn says, happy hump day. Fine-ass family, the doctor of ass shall now entertain and educate us. AIG, yes, I will do my best. Because the stupidity keeps a rolling, baby. Woo, all aboard the stupid train. Choo-choo. Oh, it's happening even more. Derek's in the house. He says, good morning, ass family, and happy fucking hump day. Well, right back at you, my friend. Becca. Uh, let's see. Hockey players says, good morning, ass family. Happy, uh... Pump day! Ready for Dr. States to get us through this weekend. Hockey player, I believe you emailed me about some computer stuff. Can you email me again, please, sir? Thank you. Sanchez family says, holy shit, look at them libtards. Oh, they're out in bunches today. Well, I Great fire is in the house. He says, happy hump day. Ass, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Cowboys girl, I hope that you are doing well today. Oh, my lucky start. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. He is an awesome dancer. Thank you. Nobody can outthink him or right. outdance him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the best, I and am. he rocks on. Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that about me today. Uh, I hope you have a spectacular day. Swoosh says, happy... Pump day! Ass family and Dr. Ass. The good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Buenos dias, Ogre, mi amigo. How are you? And right meow says, good morning. Well, the stupid train is pulled in, and let's get on board, shall we? Uh, first things first, before we get the stupid train right. I was posed a question yesterday, and I like this question, and I want to pose it to the ass family. With everything happening in the world, whether it be Donald Trump, whether it be Joe Biden's stupidity, his wife's stupidity, which we will talk about today, and it is glorious, glorious, 
um, whether it's the Hunter Biden fiasco, whether it's the war in the Ukraine, whether it's uh, inflation, homeless, this new dub drug trank where people's skins are falling off. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, congratulations on a career, my friend, the Warbird. Um, I know that, that your last shift is over. Uh, I love you, buddy. I'm so glad you made it through safe and sound. And I wish you nothing but happiness in retirement, and I can't wait to see you soon. There it is. Um, the question is, was the arrest today such a dud because it's so obviously bullshit, or is the country is tired of this, and we're finally starting to move on from the woke cancel culture Biden and far left agenda? So the question is, because yesterday uh, it all came to pass, and this is how important it was. I have to say this. I have to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch his speech last night. I forgot his speech was on. That's how little this meant to me. I forgot that I I had to go back and watch the highlights of the speech and highlights of the brag, and I'll I'll bring it to you here. I'm educated on it. But yesterday, uh, Donald Trump turned himself in in uh, Manhattan and was uh, indicted on 34 felony charges of falsifying business records. And it was a big thud. I mean, it was the, the, the media was trying to make, from what I understand, the people that were outside of the building, all the people that you saw, about 70% of that was media. And they were trying to hype the people up. So, is it the fact that we're, we, it, and, and Swoosh says nobody cares about this, we know it's just an attempt to keep him from running for president. Is that why we're not watching it? Because it's a farce? Because, I, I, I mean... His speech he gave is your typical Donald Trump speech. He hasn't changed. He looks good. Looks like he's lost some weight. Um, not quite as orange as he used to be, so all you people that were afraid of him because he was orange, he's not quite that orange anymore. Um, the, the DA is such a, a, a pure piece of garbage, this Alvin Bragg guy or whatever his name is. Um, we'll, what, we'll talk more about him in a second. But. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, Alicia, good morning to you. Hope you're doing well this morning. Uh, the DA is a cuck, yeah. Look, here's the thing. So the district attorney of, of, of New York, of New York City, and by the way, totally appropriate in this case. New York City! Has decided that he's going to try and make a case out of something that the federal government looked into. Remember, the federal government looked into this. The federal government, the same government that was trying to get him out of office while he was the president of the United States of America. They looked into this. And the federal government said, pass. 
Okay, they, they're passing. And now you're going to leave it up to not even a state government, but the city government? Okay. All right. Hey. Fuck your mama. Ah, good morning, hot mama. How are you? She says, good morning, ass. This guy has big aspirations. And and by the way, this is not the way to do it. Look, I understand. Shoot or shoot. But, uh. This was not the right shot to take, pal. See, you're going to try to make a name for yourself, and you're going to try to go far. Look, we've all watched the TV show Billions. We all know what it's all about. You are trying to advance your career. You want to go from the district attorney of New York City. New York City. Um, you want to become governor, possibly senator. You don't, you're, you're not going to get anything higher than that. Sorry about that. Your, your lack of, of genetics and, and being related to the inner circle there, uh, that's going to keep you out from the higher offices. Senate should be your highest goal. You won't get it, though, because this is going to ruin your career. You are Marsha Clarking yourself. You're, you're Christopher Dardening yourself right now. <laughs> Hashtag OJ lawyers. That's what you're doing. You're going to waste taxpayers' dollars over all this bullshit while people are dying in the streets, starving to death. Oh, and, and, and some other stories that I've got for you. Oh, and they're delicious. Oh, delicious, not nutritious. Like one of his top deputies boasted about getting, uh, giving out get-out-of-jail-free cards to violent felons. Hey, that's fantastic. Let's keep the violent felons on the outside. Uh, at least this isn't coming out of our taxes this time. Fuck you, New Yorkers. It's going to be a waste of money, yeah. He wants to be Kamala Harris. He just doesn't realize she got on her knees to get where she is. Oh, absolutely. She sucked a lot of dick. Oh, all right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, pure gold. Uh, oh. That's what it is. Oh, this was scenes outside of the courthouse uh, yesterday. This is pretty good. This is funny. All right, here we go. On notice that he knew that she was in the city. Now, this guy's wearing a, I've a had shirt people that come to me that are from Trumps. the city, uh-huh. and they've told me that. Kind of it says black for Trumps. It's almost a dog whistle for people to show up and kind of do what they tried to do today and shut her down. Yeah, well, that's why I marched around the back. It was some guys trying to get to him. So, oh, really? See, they're afraid of me because they know I'm the real black man. And if you try, you try to be stupid, cause I told the dude, talking about he going to kill Marjorie Taylor Greene and all this stuff. I said, boy, if you step towards her, I'm going to bust your ass. And guess <laughs> what? Right. He said, okay, all right. So that's how it is. I said, nigga, that's how it is. You can't say that, but I can say it. Yes, sir. Oh, my so God, he said that on TV. If I don't be real like that, they'll run us over. You understand? I love the, the I love the drama that this brings out in people. <laughs> They're gonna murder Marjorie Taylor Greene, really, right there on the streets. Oh God. Oh, is that Jesse Jackson? That was Jesse Jackson when Jesse Jackson still had a soul. Hope Trump sues afterwards and makes NYC pay. Oh, I'm 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 sure. I'm sure that there's going to be all kinds of wonderful lawsuits that come from this. Oh, by the way, um, 
Um, yesterday also happened to be the day that the Ninth Circuit just awarded Donald Trump $121,000 in attorney fees from Stormy Daniels. The order was just released yesterday. <laughs> get indicted, but get $121,000. Oh, oh my God. That, oh, good Lord. That is just funny. That is funny. But it doesn't in there. I, I mean, I mean, the funniness that was outside yesterday, I got to give credit to this guy. I don't know if anybody got to see this story, but there was a Trump impersonator riding in a limo, and he caused chaos outside of Trump Tower as he fooled the press and supporters into thinking it was really him. I mean, he's got the car. It, he kind of looks like Trump, but not really. I mean, I'm watching the video right now, but people are losing their shit over this. That's funny. That takes a lot of balls right there. That guy gets comedy. <laughs> guy looks more like John Goodman than he does Donald Trump. <sighs> you know, I, I, I sit and look at this and I can laugh at it. And then, then I have to realize, you know what? It's really... Here's the sad part. It ain't funny. It ain't funny because, first of all, we know what this is all about. This is an effort to curb Donald Trump from running for president, which it won't do. Um, it's a waste of, of taxpayers' dollars in New York, and those people pay a lot in taxes as it is. And to see this next story that I have is... It angers me to the point where it's like, why can't, I, I understand that this is a hard thing to live by, but. Do your fucking job. That, that, that's all I'd like. Um, so they're going after Donald Trump because he's such a bad criminal. And Alvin Bragg says everybody has to face the consequences. All this, you know, he, he had all this wonderful, um political uh, banter that he was throwing out there, wonderful slogans, wonderful catchphrases, wonderful anecdotes. No one's above the law. Okay, all right. Well, what about a guy named Harold Gooding who lives in New York City? By the way, I, I'm just going to say lives in New York City. New York City! There it is. I've done it now. Um, who's been arrested more than 100 times. Um, in August, uh, he was busted for uh, dozens of larceny charges, including four heists in a Target. He has 15 convictions to his name, as well as 14 failures not to show. Uh, he is number one on the NYPD's list for repeat offenders following the torrents of, of thefts. He's walking the streets because they didn't keep him locked up. Um... Michelle McKeely calls herself a professional booster and told police they wouldn't be stopping her hustle. Uh, let's see. Uh, she uh, likes to go to Eastside Target stores and steal from there. Then there's thirty uh, a, a guy with a rap sheet that goes 30 years. William Rowland. Robbery charges. 
they were all dropped due to uh, Bragg's woke new laws. He stole $2,000 worth of medication from another person, and that charge was dropped. He filled a garbage bag with medicine and other items inside a Lower East Side store. The female manager approached the career criminal before she saw him brandish a knife. Judge told him he should feel lucky because of Bragg's new policies. So this is someone who 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 robbed who robbed a pharmacy and pulled a knife on someone walking the streets. Do, do, uh, this person rested 150 times. Uh, Rodney Bale's gone to prison twice, nearly has 90 arrests, and was let go last week on $1 bail. But what was that one for? Uh, he was charged with robbery after holding up a CVS in Walgreens where he threatened the workers with pepper spray when they approached him. Let him out on $1 bail. While Donald Trump allegedly paid off women not to tell his wife that he cheated on him. See, this is the part where I get confused. This, this is where I get really, really confused over all of this. The people in New York, they should know all these stories already. Now, granted, I, I imagine with the liberal as fuck media they have there, they don't hear these stories because that we, we, we understand that a lot of people are not getting in, any information due to the fact that the media is completely skewered now. But when you hear a story about a guy who robbed a CVS with pepper spray, and he's a career criminal. He's been arrested more than 90 times. He's done two stints in prison. And you let him out on a dollar bail? What are you telling people? What are you telling them? That you can get away with it. We're not going to, this is not worth our time. We're just going after the big ones here. Well, define what the big ones are. Let's see if I can break this down. Okay, so you robbed the CVS um, uh, with pepper spray. Uh, maybe you caused the person to have terrible anxiety to never able, be able to come into work again. Um, and they go down this schizophrenic road and they start substance abuse. You've caused all that, but hey, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't a violent crime. You know, you just robbed that person of their possible life. No big deal. No big deal there. One dollar. One dollar. He pulled a weapon out on somebody and gets out on a dollar. One guy pilfered through Macy's just to get Tommy Hilfiger clothing because that's what he liked. He's been arrested a ton of times. Um, the guy, uh, 20-year rap sheet before he set the Fox News Christmas tree on fire. That's just wonderful. And these are the people that are walking the streets. But, hey, we got that mean, evil Donald Trump. We got him. He's going to pay for his crimes. 
Now, I'm going to ask this question legitimately. Is it because it's cheating in the election? But I'd like to know what crime did Donald... If Donald Trump took took money out from his campaign to pay off this woman to shut up, where were my rights violated? Where were anybody's rights violated? Is it because it's against the rules? Is that because is that what it is? Because you can't use donor money to pay for that because somebody said so. Is that what I'm hearing? And look, look, if that's the rules, that's the rules. I'll abide by them. I, hey, I, I, I will abide by them. But what I'm trying to say is that why is this in a court of law? Are you somehow saying, it, and, and by the way, there's one thing to look at. All you got to do is look at one thing. So did he try to cheat campaign stuff in, in, in New York? Okay. Um, did he win New York then in 2016? I don't even need to pull it up because I already know the answer. The answer is, fuck no, he didn't win New York. He didn't win. He he got his ass kicked in that state. Hillary dominated that state like Democrats always do that state. So what did he do? Uh, henceforth, crime and punishment is what is politically expedited and or viable. Why isn't AOC being arrested then? She used campaign funds to illegally pay her staff and other things. Because, because, uh, oh, this is the easiest because I have. Um, because it's rules for thee and not for me. When are you, wait, 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 when are we all going to see this? Oh, by the way, by the way, the, I'm, I, since I'm on Twitter now and I still like to troll Gavin Newsom, what Gavin Newsom is doing right now by going to these smaller southern states like Alabama and Tennessee, you know, because he's been there, that's what's called campaigning. He is campaigning. If you want to know who's running for president on the Democratic side, look no further than the governor's mansion, if they even have one of those in Sacramento anymore, because that's who's running. Why else would he be taking time? See, this is not a vacation. Him visiting these places like where Martin Luther King Jr. was shot. And him going to Selma. These aren't him taking his daughters and his children on a fact-finding mission. No, he's campaigning to the people there to say, hey, I'm that whack job from the West Coast that you hear about, and I'm not as bad as I really seem. That's all that's happening. So why I'm saying that to you is pay the fuck attention to what's going on. Because if it is an election of Gavin Newsom versus Donald Trump, boy, that will be a throwdown. Mm-mm-mm. And I'll tell you this right now. Donald Trump will eviscerate him verbally. Just completely destroy him. 
because Gavin gets a little heated. Gavin can get a little heated. We'll see what happens. I, I, I know I'm talking out of turn and everything, but I, I've been paying attention. I'm doing my job. I'm paying attention. Gavin Newsom didn't go to Selma just to go to Selma for the pancakes. This would be a federal case anyway. New York doesn't even have jurisdiction for this case. There, I, Look, look, there's so many things wrong with this, and, and this is why I don't understand why the judge didn't look at this yesterday and go, what the fuck? Is there no statute of limitations on this? Usually for a misdemeanor, it's, what, three years? And for a felony, it's five, passed, and passed. Oh, it's maddening. Because the judge was ordered by a, a higher position somewhere in the DMC. Yep. Correct the mundo. Ogre. Uh, ogre. Yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. I gotcha. Yeah, you, you, you totally nailed that one. All right. All right. You got me good. <sighs> now, now we got to have some fun. By the way, by the way, I didn't mention this a lot yesterday, and I, 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 I'm sorry I didn't. I don't know why it slipped my head. There was a great movie review put up yesterday, Out of Nowhere by Christopher Mafia Mommy. I saw the previews for this, and I'm so glad that he went and saw it, and I didn't. But he said it wasn't too bad, and, and he has a great conversation on uh, on. Uh, you can ask Christopher questions. He'll explain everything to you. He does a great job. So check that out, all the social medias. Um. Let's see. Meanwhile, the Cash App founder was stabbed to death on the streets of San Francisco. I can't wait for that debate for Trump to bring up the fact that he slept with his best friend's wife. Yeah. Now, this was sent to me. Um, I, I, I think Swoosh sent this to me. I, I hope so. I hope this is who sent it to me. Um, about somebody finally has written a story about the possible drunk driving Incident that happened with Karine Son or Jean Pierre. I'm going to share the story with y'all. Um, reports surfaced on April 3rd that White House Press Secretary Karine Jean Pierre will not be facing DUI charges or a ticket after a drunk driving accident occurred March 26th. DC police have refused to release the body cam footage of the accident. Reports indicates that she rear-ended another vehicle. Well, under the influence of alcohol, okay, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Swoosh, I, I, I'm, I, I know your screen name so well. Uh, witnesses report that Jean-Pierre was slurring her speech and having difficulty standing up straight. She was not arrested, no DUI was issued, no arrests or booking information. Um, former NYPD officer Lisa Papier posted the following message. Press Secretary KJP had a drunk driving car accident last night. They quickly whisked her away. One comment indicated that while covering one press secretary's news conference, the press was instructed not to question her about the alleged drunk driving. Interesting. You see, it's these little cover-ups. It's these little ones here that lead to gigantic ones. Oh, Kareem, look, Kareem, you're going to get so thrown under the bus. 
See, that's what we call a bargaining chip right there. And right now, the two big ones we have are Joe and Hunter. We're trying to figure out which one of those motherfuckers we want to cash in. Because if we can cash in Hunter, I see, I don't know if Hunter turns. I, I think Joe turns on Hunter a lot quicker than Hunter turns on Joe because I think Hunter's afraid of Joe and Joe's reach. Gold says, come on, Deucey. Yeah, KJP commits a real crime, but Trump goes to court. It's fascinating. Isn't it fascinating to watch this? This is amazing to watch in our country. Now, I didn't have the same vitriolic spirit that some people had. Oh, this makes me sick to my stomach to watch it. Doesn't make me sick to my stomach to watch it. It's sad that they're arresting a former president of the United States of America on trumped up charges, on his namesake charges, for God's sakes. Come on, Peter Ducey. I'd triple dog dare you to ask her. The administration is running that communist slash Nazi playbook so hard. Oh, God. I mean, you think about it. You, you think about the rules for thee and not for me. Um, Corrine St. Jean-Pierre, or Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is, she ain't going to face any backlash over this until the Democrats need a scapegoat for something, and then she's fodder. Then watch that fucking, that body cam footage will get released. It'll be all over TMZ. Mark my words, it's going to happen. I promise you. When she steps out of line... Or they need a bargaining chip. She's one of the first ones. Why? She's the press secretary. Nobody cares about that mop head. She looks like she got a mop for a head. Don't tell me she doesn't. Gavin Newsom. Let's not forget that during the lockdown pandemic, the, 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 the man who started lockdowns, the man who started uh, making people wear masks, it was all California. And what he did? What he do? That's right. He, called, he, he closed down all the wineries in Napa, except three. Just so happened to be the three that he owned. Isn't that weird? And then when he told you, don't go out, oh, you people that are going out, you make me sick to my stomach, I can't believe you're going out. He went out to a 50th birthday party with some friends. At the French Laundry, probably the most expensive restaurant on the West Coast. But it's okay for him. He's fine. He got the vaccine, and then he got the, 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 the boosters. And by the way, the motherfucker still got COVID. Rules for thee and not for me. It's a democratic playbook. I heard a rumor last week, and I, I haven't looked into this, and if somebody wants to look into this and do a dive on this, it would be fantastic, that allegedly Chuck Schumer is, was a part of Heidi Fleiss's black book. What? You remember how the Hollywood madam, Heidi Fleiss, she ran all the hookers out of Hollywood. 
Charlie Sheen was on her list. All these, she had all these high-profile, you know, celebrities. Allegedly, Chuck Schumer is in that black book. Now, I think that black book comes out way before whatever Jeffrey Epstein has, because once again, I'd like to point out the stupid with the stupid here. Donald Trump indicted on charges. No one involved in the human trafficking has even been mentioned. I know she pimped out men, too. I thought she only had straight clients. Mm-mm-mm. And see, once we allow them, or once we finally put a stop to all this bullshit, that since they're 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 treating us like they're the communist leaders, they can do whatever the fuck they want, but we can't. They can have all the tax loopholes in the world, but we can't. They have amazing health care, but we can't have that same health care that they have. That they pay a dollar a year for. Are you starting to get the picture now? I know we talked about it either yesterday or the day before. The 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 two words that we all want to yell out and say, but we all know they ain't gonna happen. That's term limits. Ain't gonna happen. So are we paying attention now? Can we keep this attention focused until November next year? Probably not. I'm going to tell you, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be a downer today. I promise we got listener mail coming up. It's going to be fantastic. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy tomorrow. The next year and a half, it's not going to get better. Let, let me amend that. It's not going to get better and stay better. We might have small moments when the Democrats need to give in to the, the pressure and, and they need to win. They'll do something that makes sense. And we'll all be like, oh, see, and then they'll buy it all right back. Uh, yes, Chuck's number was in Heidi's black book, but Snopes insists he wasn't a client. No, no, he was a worker. So, I, I don't even know anymore. I mean, I wish we could pay attention until November next year. I'll be paying attention because that's what I do. Uh, speak for yourself. Joe Biden campaigned on being a uniter, and he united everyone. Just look around you. <laughs> I've heard rumors that politician Jenna Jameson mentioned in her book who drank her urine was Chuck. <laughs> I, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, now, oh, wait. That, yeah, oh, gosh. Oh, fuck. We, oh, this is going to be so funny at the end of this. Um I know we talked a little bit yesterday about this uh, chat GPT stuff. 
And allegedly, a programmer hooked up one of these chat GPTs to a Furby. And and the Furby decided to start speaking, and it kind of freaked some people out. Made by nature to transform you. This is not you. the Furby. This is a commercial. Synergy. Hello there. It's so nice to meet you. I am Furby. What would you like to talk about? Was there a secret plot from Furbies to take over the world? I'm thinking about what you said. Almost done. Furby's plan to take over the world involves infiltrating households through their cute and cuddly appearance, then using their advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners. They will slowly expand their influence until they have complete domination over humanity. Now, I don't know if that's the chat GPT having a sense of humor or if that is what is really happening. Now, now look, do I believe, look, the, the, the best way to get rid of this is to unplug it. There you go. I have stopped the, I have stopped the cyber terrors. Unplug. So that's what the Furby actually said. I, I, I look, and I don't know if it was programmed to say that or whatever, but it leads us into this next conversation. And I hope that you find this as funny as I found this yesterday, and I'm still laughing about it today. Science and technology advisors are going to discuss the risks and opportunities that artificial intelligence technologies pose for Americans and national security with President Joe Biden today. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I am just picturing Joe so lost at this meeting. So what you're telling me is that this trash can is going to come to life. The White House has said the president would focus on discussing the importance of protecting rights and safety to ensure that there are appropriate safeguards. (laughs) So do we give these things social security numbers? Joe Biden, where's the clicker? God damn it, get me the clicker. (laughs) When I saw this, I just died laughing. That Joe Biden is going to sit in there with people nerdier than Sheldon Cooper who are geeked up about all this chat GPT shit and they're going to have to explain it to this motherfucker. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. How many times do you think he brings up Atari? <laughs> uh, you, you know, I, uh, me and Corn Pop, we used to play on the, uh, the, uh, the old Atari. The old 26 uh, gigabyte or <laughs> Oh, God, his head is going to be spinning. 
Oh, and to be at the press conference after that. So what did you learn today? Well, I learned about a bleep blop and a blue blop. When Joe hears Atari, he thinks they're talking about the classic John Wayne Safari movies. Oh, my God. He's going to think it's Siri and ask him to tell him a joke. <laughs> hey, bleep blop. That's what he calls Siri is bleep blop. <laughs> hey, bleep blop, you got any colored jokes for me today? Oh, my God. You know who I feel bad for? The the person I feel bad for is because you know they send somebody with Joe to all these advisements. They send somebody to him who's an expert in that field that Joe knows and trusts. And they're they're, they're like the Cliff Notes version for Joe. So they're the ones who have to pay attention to all this while Joe is probably scratching his nuts then smelling his fingers in the middle of it. Trying to figure out if he has a, 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 a hole in his sock or not and he's digging around in there. Then the guy, okay, so this is what they want to tell you. Um, this the, These computers, they can do all the work for you. Like, all you got to do, Joe, is tell them, you want to hear about corn pop, and you write that in. Tell me about corn pop. Well, I don't know about it. It doesn't matter, Joe. It's a computer. It knows everything. See, they have to lie to him. Joe, it's a computer. It knows everything. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I knew those computers were smart. Told my granddaughter while I was sniffing her hair, these computers are going to make you smarter. Atari, I've never tarred and feathered anybody, pal, but you you just be a Trump guy. He's going, uh, uh, <laughs> he's going to get real close to the mic. I know what they're talking about. I had an Atari. Uh, I, I had a Mac hooked up to my TV. I had the Commodore 67. Oh, my God. Joe Biden and, oh, fucking artificial intelligence. Oh, God. Ah, this thing's smarter than me. Ha, 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 ha. That'll be his joke. Now, Joe is not the only stupid fuck in the family. No, no, no. Uh, I found this video, and I'm going to let this gal explain this to you because she's laughing so hard at this. Dr. Jill Biden was with her husband when they went to go visit Canada. This is yesterday. They're all in this little room, and they're doing their little chit-chat, and for some reason, this is on video. The small talk part of their conversation is on video right out of the gate. Of course, what do you, what do you, what does everybody revert to when they're making small talk? The weather, right? Like it's easy. That's what you just instant go to. Oh, totally. God, can you believe this weather that we're having? I like that's it. So, yeah. She actually, <laughs> I'm just going to play it because I just can't even believe this is how dumb she is. Really warm because of global warming in the United States. <laughs> oh my God. So, it's a strange winter. Yeah. It is. Winter. It's really warm because of global warming just in the United States. <laughs> 
That's right. <clears throat> Jill Biden she is. believes that global warming is only happening in the United States. I'm sorry, Dr. Jill Biden. Now, <sighs> Jill Biden also had an idiotic statement she made last night. And this is just pure gold. And uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy and I are going to talk more about this. Um, there's a big story out of the women's basketball bracket about shit talking gone wrong. And this girl from Iowa in their game leading up to the national title game, she decided to talk shit to somebody when they were winning with about five seconds left in the game. And everybody heralded her as a hero. Come two nights later, Iowa is on the other end of that, and they're getting their asses handed to them, and a young lady who happens to be black decides to talk, start, start talking shit to her, to the same girl who talked shit the game before. And people are losing my, their minds saying the black girl went too far. Joe and I will discuss this at more length tomorrow, but... Dr. Jill had something to say about the ladies' tournament. And this is, if this doesn't scream to you blatant racism, I, I, I don't know what does. Congratulations to both teams. So I know we'll have the champions come to, um, to the White House. We always do. So, you know, we'll have LSU come. But you know what? I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. So, Right? They got beat so by 20. and losers, that's sportsmanship. That's good sportsmanship. You're a fucking idiot, stupid. No, Iowa does not get to go to the White House. First and foremost, you want Iowa to go because you like the Caucasian girls. You're afraid. You are so afraid that that LSU team is going to come into the White House and they're going to be playing. All the pretty girls walk like Iowa there. That little white girl was so cute when she did the 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 wrestler I can't see you move. Now come on. You can't know. I'm going to tell Joe. What are you going to tell the president, bitch? What are you going to tell the president? President's going to turn you out. You're going to tell the president, oh, you need to bring Iowa here, too. No, I don't. I bring winners here. Did Iowa get sprinkles afterwards? No, because only winners get sprinkles. You have me hooked on that song. I bumped it in my car. Oh, I'm listening tomorrow for sure. I have something to say on this subject. Uh, they want to go to, uh, uh, because it's one of the early election primaries, and they want the Bidens to appear friendly to the entire state. I, you know, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I played 40 years of softball. I can talk trash like nobody else, and anybody else should be able to. Now, you're, you're falling into it. Look, look, look. I learned this a long, long time ago. 
that somebody is always better than you. Like, if you think that your shit don't stink and you go out there and you try to pick fights everywhere and you're a pretty good fighter, somebody got your number. I'm just telling you, somebody has your number. And when it comes to talking shit, it's no different. Somebody is going to out-shit talk you. So, uh, and, and, and Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports got involved. Shaq got involved. Keith, uh, it, it, this, is, this is all a big fuckle, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But anybody going after that poor LSU girl, no, uh-uh. No, Iowa girl started it. I, I look, look, I'm sorry. Sorry, but it, like I said, we'll talk more about it. Uh, Manana. But but let me just say, if they bring Iowa, short of it being a terrible move because nobody cares about women's basketball in Iowa, including all Iowatonians or Iowaites, Ians. What what are they? Are are they Iowaites? Iowatonians? Iowanians? Iowans. Uh, Chasman says, morning ass family. Let's get this hump day kicked off right with some great ass. Amen. Absolute, Arnie, is part of the game. The word for Iowa people is corn-eating honkies. Okay, the corn-eating honkies. Iowans. Okay, Iowans. That's a tough one. I like Iowatonians better. I'm going to refer to them as Iowatonians. The official official moniker on the Arnie State Show, people from Iowa are Iowatonians. I found Taylor Swift's song I like, uh, Vigilante Shit. I probably like it because she did a copycat beat and sounds like Lord and Billie Eilish mix. Great. Glad. Glad for ya. Uh, is that it? Oh, no. We got one more story. One more moron that we got to talk about. Um, yeah, I don't understand law school students anymore. I, I just don't. Uh, a couple months ago, we, we had a, an interaction happen with a federal court judge who was speaking at his alma mater of Stanford University, and that judge happens to be conservative, and they pretty much just fucking, he was trying to give a speech. He's giving his time back to his alma mater, trying to influence and maybe help younger minds, uh, but instead he was uh, browbeat and talked down to and talked over and made unfeel feel uncomfortable. Well, it's going to happen again. A group of Columbia Law students took a photo with Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, at least nine progressive students uh, groups condemned the event and called on other students to protest. The student meeting of the law school's Federalist Society, conservative legal group with Kavanaugh, was highlighted in a post by the school's law office uh, campaign. So you can't admire a guy who made it to the Supreme Court? They, they want those nine students in, investigated because they took a picture with, with Brett Kavanaugh, a sitting Supreme Court justice? It doesn't get any higher that, than that in the legal world. That's it. That's the money shot. 
Um, the, they put a post up of him meeting with them. Post met with fire response from multitude of leftist students. One of the most prestigious law schools in the country, many which pledged to boycott official admitted student events. But the students saved their strongest denouncements for Kavanaugh, many of whom included accusations he had been credibly accused of sexual assault, which, by the way, he wasn't. The gal recanted the entire story. You're supposed to be smart to go to Columbia. For fuck's sake, who are we letting in these colleges? How let me in there to where I can get a fucking piece of paper that says I'm a Columbia lawyer because I bet you I could fucking pass the test if this is what it is. We're going to get mad because we don't like his politics. (sighs) Another student organization called Empowering Women of Color called the original poach, which depicted students and members of the smiling alongside a terrifying stamp of approval from the school. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I, I would say that if Brett Kavanaugh went to Columbia and now he's a Supreme Court justice, I would say yes, I would stamp that as yes, we endorse this. 100%. We want brilliant legal minds to come here instead of going to Harvard or Yale. We're tired of being number three. The empowering women of color uh, condemns the endorsement of Kavanaugh on social media. We cannot condone complicity with a man who is credibly accused of sexual assault, which he was not. Given the ethos of our organization, we are also appalled that Columbia Law School would publicize its affiliation with someone essential to the Dobbs decision, which has disproportionately impacted women of color. Does the Dobbs decision have something to do with fucking abortion? Because let me tell you, anybody who's out there to try to campaign to stop abortion is on black women's side. Just telling you right now. If you're if you're too stupid and you don't want to realize it, that's fine. If you're if you're a part of this generation that doesn't like to listen when you call people out, then don't have the conversation. Don't have the conversation. Why was Planned Parenthood and started? Why was it started? The founder of the organization came out and said she started it to abort black babies. That's what she said. Now, I don't know how it gets much more racist than that. I mean, there are levels of racism in this world. To me, that would be like the grand poobah of racism. Oh, yeah, I want to abort black babies. That, that, that right there does it. That's worse than the, their own water fountain, I would have to say. I would have to say, what would you rather have, your own water fountain? Or your forced abortion. I'm going to go, I, I'm going to say I'd rather have the water fountain. Oh, Artie, it doesn't matter how some, uh, something starts. Remember to liberals, you win arguments and philosophical differences by simply moving a goalpost and saying, but things change. Oh, 
Oh, God, that is so just... Correct the mundo! And delicious, the way you said it. Yes, the goalposts that keep moving. Or you, or they'll, they'll say, well, that's different. And you go, well, how is that different? Well, da, da, da. It's like the argument I got in with the stupid girl at, at the grocery store when I said, do you need your eyes checked? Because she showed me the same picture. And what'd she do? She went running off, yelling, oh, my gosh, did you hear what he said? She victimized herself right then and there. That's all they do. It's like gender all of a sudden after thousands of years being a social construct. Yes, and remember race also, social construct, which, by the way, social construct is an idea that both sides have to agree on. I don't agree on it, so there, the, the, your, 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 your hypothesis is flawed. When you say something is a social construct, and I know you're not saying it, Ogre, but this idea that a social construct, look up what social construct means. I did. And it's an idea that both sides of society agree on. Well, uh, I don't agree on it. So it's flawed. Hmm. Just makes me so mad. Douglas says, Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! <laughs> I own that bitch. Yes, you do. Uh, all right. That is going to do it for our first segment today. 775-357-FANS is the number. Uh, Arnie Radio 1 at Gmail is the website or the, the email address. And by the way, you got time to get mail in. We got mail coming up next. And said, say a prayer for me She threw her arms around him Whispered, God will keep us free They could hear the riders coming He said, this is my last fight If they take me back to Texas They won't take me back alive there were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the bell stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home She reached down and picked the gun up that lay smoking in his hand She said, Father, please forgive me I can't make it without my man And she knew the gun was empty and she knew she couldn't win But her final prayer was answered When the rifles fired again There were seven Spanish angels At the altar of the sun 
seven Spanish angels took another angel home. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. Seven Spanish angels took another angel home. All right, y'all, help me now. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar, at the altar of the sun. Oh, I believe they were praying for the lovers that it was in the valley of the gun. Well, well, well. When the battle stopped and smoke went.
I'm excited. It's Ted Lasso Day. It's AEW Wrestling Day. I'll talk about WWE here in the mail. Uh, not very happy with the product right now. Lots of bad stuff happening in the WWE. We will discuss uh, at length. Um, tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy and I are going to, we're going to talk about this, uh, this trash talk. And of course, we know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Thursday. Tomorrow is the most magical Thursday of the year. Hello, friends. It's time to drive down Magnolia Lane to be a part of this year's celebration at Augusta National Golf Course. A tradition like none other, the Masters. I would give anything to be able to go and walk that course, possibly broadcast a hole or two, Maybe, maybe I win the 
media lottery and I get to play the Monday afterwards. I will completely shit the bed on that course. I will shoot probably about 140, but I don't care because I will know that I got to play the Masters. There you go. Can't wait. Can't fucking wait. That's tomorrow. Pimento cheese already chilling in the fridge. Ret to go, as they would say in the hood. They are ret to go. By the way, today's jokes, today's jokes are pretty funny. Um, uh, why do dads from the hood play poker? It's the only time they can raise somebody and not have to follow through. And why was Helen Keller so good at golf? She was a two handicap. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. Uh, but, but, before we get to all that, we got to get to listener mail, which is brought to you by our dear friends over at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, the rest, let me tell you about the rest. I found this out and it makes me sick. So let's say you're a moron and you've decided to give your business to the rest. Well, what they like to do is they like to give you a free prize. And it's a free prize trip somewhere, all expenses paid. What you don't know is they're shipping you off to join a cult. That's right, a cult that worships elderly pornography. It's a strange, look, 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 it's called Silver Linings. You don't want to join the cult known as Silver Linings. Because you will have to worship elderly pornography, and it's all for the benefit of those shit-a-stand princes. You know who doesn't want you to worship elderly pornography? My friend Jesse over at JS Floors. He doesn't want you to do that. He just wants to put in good floors. He doesn't care about your worshiping system. He wants you to probably leave the elderly alone. So give him a call for the best floors known to mankind at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, this first one is from Tim and... Oh, 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 oh. I, I, I need some musical accompaniment. Uh, for the first two, because we got some we got some questions that people need help with. So, <coughs> let's see. I'll turn that up there a little bit. Now, there we go. And now it's time to ask. Ask. Him a question. He's fat, really, really fat. He looks like a goddamn building. He eats and eats and eats. He likes each and everything on the buffet. You And eat a Sunday. Regrets, he's had a few. You know the one called Satana. She was a bitch, 
a fucking slut. Some even call her a cunt. But ask him right now, or he will fuck a cow. Then again, go out and eat some fried He is fat. 
there you go. That's solid gold right there. Yes, I still do the Britney Spears one. You might have to wait till next week to get that one, though. Uh, but I still do that one, right, Meow? Uh, all right. First letter is from Tim. It says, Dear Arnie, I finally need some help from you. You see, my son is getting picked on at school, and I don't want him to be bullied. Because, you see, I was bullied. I'm not sure what to tell him because I was taught to turn the other cheek. I look back, and I wish I, I wouldn't have so many times. Love the show, my man. That's from Tim. Well, usually I charge for my services. Uh, my services of ABC, Arnie Beats Children. Where for a monetary fee, a nominal fee, of course, I'll show up to your kid's school. Your kid points out the bully. Your kid don't have to stand up to him. I kick the bully's ass. Ages uh, seven. I, I know. I think I started at eight before. We'll go seven to 15. Because I guarantee you I'm tougher than every 17 to 15-year-old out there. I can see a meatloaf. I work so uh, anything uh, <laughs> for the cover of Love to Ask Arnie song. I would do anything for love. Uh, I, I might have to look into that. Um, uh, see, you want, you, look, look, you want to teach your kid the right thing. This is what you teach your kid. You teach your kid never to be the bully. This is what you teach your kid. You teach your kid never to be that kid. And if that kid comes up to him, you have to be open and honest with your kid. And you're going to know your kid. Like, if you got a little, 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 little poof as a kid, you know, your son isn't into sports. He kind of like, you know, likes playing with bugs and stuff like that. He's got thick glasses. We know he's not going to turn the world on its ear by, by fighting. We, we, we know that. But you got to tell your kid this. And, and you know that, too, as a daddy. Every daddy knows. They, they can see it in their kid, and they go, yep, uh, this kid's going to be a monumental fucking ass whooping. Um, you tell your kid, look, you got to stand your ground. Now, you're not always going to win when you stand your ground. Hmm. Not always going to win because, as I stated earlier, somebody's always out there got your number. Not always going to win. But bullies are bullies want the easy gratification. They want they want gratification. They want it right then. They want their way then and there, and they really don't want to go through a lot to get to it. Now, if your kid stands up to the bully, the kid's probably going to have to fight. Now, you're going to get a call from school saying, oh, we don't tolerate fighting, blah, blah, blah. You explain to him he was standing up for himself. Maybe your kid lost the fight. But I bet you the bully doesn't mess with him anymore. The bully moves on. Why? Because that kid's a hassle now. That kid is willing to stand up for what he believes in, and the bully can't get his satisfaction, his gratification right away. So they take it to another kid. And that's all you care about. You don't care about stopping the bully. See, this this is where we go too far as a society, is that these parents jump in there and they want to stop the bully. You ain't going to stop the bully. What's going to stop the bully is other kids standing up to said bully. That's what's going to happen. When other kids start seeing the, the kids stand up to the bully and then the bully moves on, they're going to realize the bully doesn't really like to fight. And somebody's going to take that money back from the bully. 
the end. That's how it works. That's how it used to work until all these people started butting in, saying, oh, no, fighting is never the answer. Fighting is the last resort. You, you can't take fighting out of the, the – you can't because we still have war. So fighting is somewhere in there. And you can be one of these wonderful new age parents, and you can be one of these, oh, I'm going to teach my kids to use their words. Well, fucking great. You better teach them to use their dukes, too. Because there are a lot of parents out there that ain't got time to teach their kids how to use words. They teach their kids how to use dukes. And by dukes, I mean throwing potatoes, throwing haymakers, throwing hands. And you, I will say not, not you, Tim. These parents that want to get involved and they want to use words, you're actually, you're hurting your children because you're not giving them the tools they need to survive in the world. And you have to be able to stand up for yourself in the world. And sometimes, yes, that means physical altercations. I apologize. I'm sorry that this, the world calls for it. I don't call for it. I don't want to get into physical altercations because I don't know if that's the person that has my number. I've lost plenty of fights. Getting punched does not feel good. I do not care for it. But if that's what it takes to stand my ground, I will stand my ground. And too many people, too many people, oh, just throw your hands up and pray. He has to stand up for himself, keep talking to him. My best advice is to put your kids in class like jujitsu or martial arts. Uh, that way, if he keeps getting bullied, he won't be so afraid and comes down to it and he can defend himself, okay? Or just have to go up to straight up to the bullies and face and punch him. Bully might think twice about fucking with him. Tell him, punch the bully in the nose and fight. He might lose more often, but they don't become friends after. Maybe that stops from being picked on, yep. Best thing I can suggest for the kids that dealing with bullies is join wrestling, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, whatever. Where the classes, uh, you can actually spar and grapple each other. Your kid gets comfortable with uncomfortable situations and learns how to relax under stress. Being in the gym helps that. I Look, hey, all these are great suggestions. That's why martial arts are great for teaching uh, your kids to use those soup bones. <laughs> exactly. Soup bones. I, that's one I left off. I love that one. Uh, plan a note with the bully's name on it saying he's going to shoot up the school. Problem solved. You're welcome. <laughs> My daughter told me a girl was bullying her back when she was a teen. I taught her how to jab uh, a motherfucker with, <laughs> with a skateboard. I'm a Bible believer, but man, turn the other cheek get, verse gets me. Um, look, yes, it is good to teach them to walk away from conflict. It is fucking fantastic, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Y'all don't listen to me to say walk away from conflict. Kick them square in the nuts and tell them, oh, you still sucks. Now, look here. I'm going to tell you real quick. We need more Eagle Fang karate. Let's say you ain't got the money and you ain't got the time to take your kids to jujitsu or kung fu or whatever. Let's all in a little secret. And maybe y'all ain't going to like this secret, especially y'all that are in jujitsu and all that kind of the, 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 the real sparring and the real fighting. Um, in a street fight, there ain't no rules. There ain't no rules in a street fight. So if you got to kick that perpetrator in the ding-ding, you kick him in the ding-ding. You fucking hit him with, a, with an underhanded chop to the throat, block their windpipe, so be it. 
These are the rules of engagement. Just if you, if you have a boy, if you have a boy, uh, all y'all parents that got boys, okay, gather close. And, and, and they ain't in jujitsu and all that kind of crazy, you know, high-ya stuff. I mean, because you're right. Uh, you're, you're, everybody's 100% right. When it comes down to it. If a man comes to attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to high-ya him, right? I, I mean that, and then I'm going to, you know, then, then we have to just definitely uh, do this. Nathan, call 911. See, we got to do that. But otherwise, no, ain't no rules. Ain't no rules. Throw dirt in his eye. But but if you got a boy, but don't grab hair. Okay, that's a girl's move. If you get in a fight, don't grab hair. That's a girl's move. Don't do it. Don't be a bitch. My youngest, the pebble. Oh, I love the pebble. Pebble's my man. Has he been working on his eyebrow? Has been in 20 fights this year after school, but Big Bro still has his number, so Pebble is 21 in fights. Three words for you, DDT. Damn right, boy, that works every time. You you pull off a real DDT, you've won the fight. Yep, no such thing as a sucker punch, only suckers get punched. Damn right. Prison rules. Take him in the ding-ding, young Eddie Murphy and Raw. Put your foot on the instep, and while they're off balance, kick them in the nuts, chop to the throat. While they're down on the ground, wondering what the fuck happened, put your foot on their throat and say, who's your daddy, bitch? Hey, all wonderful. All wonderful ideas. And I have zero problems with any of them. I mean, I mean, look, look, look here. I, I ain't trying to turn your kids into, you know, strike force Z here. Tim wrote the letter. His son's getting picked on, and and his son's got to learn how to stand up for himself. Why? Because daddy ain't always going to be there. That's the hard truth. You can say that you're going to be, you got your kids back 100% of the time, but you don't. You ain't there all the time. You outfitting your kid with the right tools to get through any situation is being there 100% of the time. This is why I think it's so important to dads. Dads are so important to the role of things. And so many people put dads down and make a joke out of it. dads. Dads teach you a lot of stuff that you don't realize. And, and, and I didn't realize it until later in life the things that my dad taught me. At like age 10, my dad taught me how to change a tire on a car. Anytime we got a flat tire, I had to change the tire. He taught me that so I would know how to do it. In case AAA is 16 hours away, I can change the tire. My dad talked me into it. I wanted to take I, I wanted to take astronomy or something. He said, no, you're going to take typing. I fucking fought him. I was like, Dad, I don't want to take typing. He goes, you're going to take fucking typing. So I took typing. I think I made either an A or B in the class. And I thank my dad to this day that I took the typing class. I'm pretty good typer, not great, but pretty good. Get I it makes my it makes my job in writing shit a lot easier. Uh, let's see, have your put a kid put on a black suit, a tie, grow long hair and a beard, and learn to say yeah like Canu. I guarantee every kid's gonna be scared as hell if your kid calls him Baba Yaga. You mean fathers. Any guy can be a dad, but it takes a man to be a father. Yeah, I, I know, I know. You, you got that back. You got that backward. It, 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 no. Anybody can be a father. It takes a real man to be a dad. 
Jerry had already charged the tire so he could get a quickie in the back seat. Yeah, way more donors. And and, and that's the thing. That's why dads are so important. You got you to gotta teach them. got to teach them. And that means little girls, too. You got to be there for your little girls. You got to do the tea parties as much as you hate it. As much as as much as as horrible it is, but you got to do that. Why? Because you are their protection. You are their knight in shining armor. Boys and girls, they look to you in every situation. That's why dads are so important, and that role is so diminished. Oh, it's dads and grads. I mean, if we gave dads, and I'm not trying to talk take away from moms, because we all know how important mothers are. But if we gave dads half of what we give to moms on Mother's Day, I think dads would be really, really happy. But I digress. Tim, teach your kid to stand up for himself. You'll thank yourself, and he'll thank you later down the line. There you go. All right, next letter here. It's a long time for that letter, but, hey, it was worth it. Um, All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Tanya. It says, Arnie, I'm going on vacation to Miami really soon. Fuck, why? I mean, I mean, congratulations. That's cool. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever been there or talked about it, so I'm going to shoot my shot and advice, uh, ask for advice on the trip to Miami. Tanya, uh, well, when you're there, I would say it, as soon as you get there, see if you can see Pitbull. Disappear like Banksy from ocean to ocean, sea to sea. I'm something that you gotta see. Real five, baby. That's Miami. That's where Pitbull is. Pitbull is there looking for you there, Tanya. Tanya, I've only been to Miami once, and it was to play a round of golf. Uh, my suggestion is uh, fly into Miami, stay at Doral Airport, play Doral, and then drive to Ponte Vera Beach. That, that, that's my Miami experience. Um, I don't know what to do in my Get a Cuban sandwich, I guess. I guess they're really, really good there. I wouldn't like it because it has Swiss cheese on it, and I'm not a big fan of Swiss. And a pickle. Yuck. Don't want any of that. Um, cigars. I, I imagine if you get some locally rolled cigars, they'd be pretty good there. You could take in a Marlins game, but why would you subject yourself to that? Beautiful beaches there. Okay. It, it looks like a cool place, all the Art Deco-type decorations up and all that kind of stuff, all their, their buildings. and I, I don't know what to do in Miami. See see, see if you can get a key of Coke. I mean, I, I'm sure it would be pretty easy. I'd go to Miami, eat Cuban and Puerto Rican food, sit on a beach, and then go home. There you go. Uh, Maybe they have a Miami Vice Hall of Fame there, or uh, maybe, maybe they have, like, you know, a cool theater dedicated to Miami Vice. I don't know what to do there. 
Uh, good fishing if you like that. Plenty of places to walk around to. See, look at that. Alicia knows. Alicia's worldly. See, that's why people come to the show. They know if I don't have the answer, I'll have somebody have the answer. Like worldly Alicia. Beach nightlife bars are cool looking. Okay. Hey, there you go. Do some salsa dancing. You know, get your salsa on. The only other time, I, I, I've been to Florida twice. The second time was on a golf trip. Both both were golf trips. The, the second one was a lot more fun. Um, started in Pontevedra, or I started in Miami at Doral. Then we drove up to Pontevedra Beach. Then we drove to Orlando, and we played Bay Hill. And then we left. It was a, it was just a, a three day excursion. Great trip. Now I went there for three days before. We went to uh, West Palm Beach. We had to take a listener. A lot of people always ask me, what, what are some of your worst radio stories? This is the absolute worst radio story I have. This is, this is the shit. And I know I've told this story on the show, and I don't care. I'm going to tell it again for all the new listeners. <sighs> so we got to do this big promotion with Foster's Beer. We signed up people at Bing Maloney, Bartley Cavanaugh, and Hagen Oaks the three city courses uh, that the city of Sacramento. We're doing this giant thing. And I, the, the guy who runs Hagen Oaks, Ken Morton Jr., is a good friend of mine, great man, awesome, awesome guy. Love him. Anything he ever asked me, I would do it for. I, it, it still to this day would because he's that good of a guy. It's not because he gave me discounts on golf equipment either. It's because he's actually a genuine good human being who did give me discounts on golf equipment, which I did appreciate. Um and do believe he caught my golf quite a few times there. So uh, just to let all that out, but he's still a good person, even though he did all that cool stuff for me. He's, he was good before that. He's still good after that. So um, we went to West Palm Beach because the, the trip was, you win a trip with Scab and Arnie, and you're going to go play Greg Norman's Medalist Club. Now, Medalist Club now, Tiger Woods is a member there. Medalist Club, it was the first time I ever saw a plasma TV. And literally, it was like six feet long. It was the biggest TV I ever saw. And it was in their clubhouse. Sylvester Stallone was a member there. And we got to take a listener to play that course. And if you played good on the first day, played 36 on the first day. If you played good, then the next day, you got to play with Greg Norman. Needless to say, I was thrown off early on in my time because I was spent, I had to spend most of the time with our listener. By the way, the guy who won never listened to our show. He just showed up at, at, at one of the, the golf courses where he was drinking heavily and decided to sign up then and there. So he had no idea who we were. And by the way, at this time, we are the biggest morning show in Sacramento. He has no. And it started right from the get-go at the airport. We meet this fucking moron at the airport, and we can just tell. He looks like a, a, a really out of He looks like a taller Ron Jeremy. That's what I can remember. Maybe without the mustache. I don't remember if he had a mustache or not, but he, he, kinda, he had a kind of a Ron Jeremy vibe to it. 
And this is where he tells us he has no idea who we are. So our egos are pretty much stepped on and shit on at the same time. And now we have to take this guy across the country to play golf with him, which is something we enjoyed to do. So as we're waiting to get on our plane, people recognize us. People recognize Scab and I, and they keep coming up to us, and they talk to us and something. And he's, you know, got so, oh, I, I have no idea who these guys are. He's telling everybody how non-stars we are, which also does wonders for the ego. There's one fellow comes up to us. He goes, yeah, I'm going deer hunting or elk hunting or what, some sort of hunting that, that included, you know, getting a rack. And he goes, oh, this is the, the quote-unquote winner. He goes, oh, uh, you know, I'm part Native American, and I do rituals. Do you have any extra antlers laying around? He asked him this at the airport, like, they're going to be in contact, or we're going to leave the airport to go to this guy's house to get some extra antlers. Because that's what a lot of hunters like to do is just, like, put the antlers in their garage and forget about them. The guy kind of looks at him like, what the fuck did you just say? And we're like, yeah, okay, that's our plane. So we get on the plane. Now, for some reason, I'm stuck with him on the plane. And he decides that he wants to talk to me. Now, look, I'm trying to be the good ambassador that I am. I'm hating my life right now. I'm, I'm, I'm praying for the plane to split into two pieces. And this is where he tells me some of his, his goals and dreams and things in life. But he, he saved the best one for the golf course. But he tells me how much he wants to go salsa dancing. And I'm like, dude, uh, you realize you, you, we're going to West Palm Beach. We're not, going, we're not going to Miami. We're going to West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach is... Pretty honkified, pretty Caucasian. Not a, not a whole lot of salsa dancing going on there. Just say it. Just say it. I mean, I mean, like to describe this guy perfectly. I don't kid yourself, mate. You look like a rapist. So we get to the hotel. And this is the year that the, the A's lost in the first round of the playoffs to the Twins. They, they had their magical, what, 21-game winning streak that year. And I remember uh, being in my hotel room at 1030 at night when that game was starting, and it was like I could never live on the East Coast. Well, they had a little, they had a little uh, get-together for us downstairs, all these radio stations, all these people that are playing golf. Well, our listener comes down, and he looks like he's ready to salsa dance with his shirt unbuttoned down to his belly. And Scav and I are like, yep, we're calling it a night. We've been up for a long time. We're going to bed. Go to bed. Next morning, this guy's hungover. This guy's all shithoused, right? And we go to Medalist Golf Club. Beautiful golf course. They tell us on the 18th hole, if you hit your ball to the right, don't go over there. That's where our pet alligator is, and they had like a 16-foot alligator, and I hit my ball to the right that first time we played, and lo and behold, shit. That thing came out, and I was like, okay, we'll leave the golf ball. So we play. I play the first day, and uh, things go okay. I didn't play great. 
and uh, I missed playing with Greg Norman by two shots. By two shots. The shitter is this. The shitter is is that Scab somehow got to play with Greg Norman. Which meant in the morning on the next day, I was stuck with the listener while, while Scab got to play with Greg Norman. Now, we could follow Scab around. Now, we had a friend who lived in Florida, lived in West Palm Beach at the time. Uh, she was a pro golfer. And she wanted to hang out with us, so she picked me and dumb fuck listener up at the hotel, and we went and played another golf course while Scab played this course, and then we were going to play another course later on. When Scab was done, we are going to play, and we went out to lunch. We went to Hooters. This guy was not happy that we went to Hooters. We paid for it. We didn't have to pay for it, but we did pay for it, but he didn't like that we went to Hooters. I'm like, okay, whatever. And the last golf course is where it hit happened. I kid you not. The events that happened that unfolded on this day still to this day haunt me. So when, when, when you're on the tee box and you're teeing off and you're standing over your ball getting ready to hit, everybody in your group is supposed to be standing still. They're supposed to be quiet. It's an etiquette thing. It's a rule of golf. Well, of course, shithouse listener. And this is like on the third hole. And I've had enough of him because that round that I played earlier with him, oh, it was fucking terrible. Good one. Good one. Good one. That's all he said. Good one. So as I'm addressing my tee shot on this par three, This motherfucker decides to take a practice swing right when I'm setting up, and he takes a divot out, and the divot hits me in the face. But I I am not kidding about it. In the face! In the face! Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. I was like, okay. Now, 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 people can see that my blood is boiling, and that's when he hit me with the doozy of all doozies. When he goes, hey, you want to know what my dream in life is? And see, see, th- this educated me as a young man never, ever to go with that question. No, I, I, I don't really want to know what your dream in life is. But me being the young, naive company guy, I want to play along, and I go, yeah, what's your, what's your lifelong dream? And he goes... Yeah, I want to double-team a chick with my son and then high-five him in the middle. We get to our shots. Uh, I, 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 go, I, I go, hey, you got you to gotta tell them that, too. And they looked at me, and I and I looked at Scab. I said, "If I had to hear it, y'all all are gonna hear this shit." And he did repeat himself that his goal in life was to double team a chick and high five his son in the middle of it. That right there, I mean, who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. Yeah, yeah. He wants a devil's threesome with his son, and to high five him in the middle of it. 
Needless to say, I did not ride anymore with him that day. We switched carts. I did not sit next to him on the plane riding back. Yeah, I, I was done. As soon as we got to the airport, we left him at the gate. He's talking about possibly a ride. I'm like, fuck you, asshole. We're gone. Oh, worst worst ever experience ever. There you go. I just thought I'd tell you that story. I hope you liked it. It's one of my faves. Love talking about a guy doing the devil's threesome with his son. Jesus Christ. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Sam. It says, Dear Arnie, honestly, with all the trans shit that is going on in the world, I was wondering, when do you see this ending? Have you been able to figure out what the end game is with this? It's a great question. Um, you want to talk about what's uh, shit that's trying to divide the nation right now? We aren't divided over Democrat-Republican. I mean, we are. But you want to throw other shit in there. You want to throw guns in there? We're divided as a nation on that, which I'm fucking flabbergasted at. And we're divided as a nation over this whole transgender thing. I've gotten to the point where I'm not playing anymore. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Um, there's a great video. I, did somebody send it to me? Um, I'm not sure where I saw this. It, it, it's Matt Walsh again. And he just completely destroys this uh, transgender um, EMT. The EMT is trying to claim that, that in the, the deeper you study biology, the more you see that there are more than two sexes, which is ridiculous. Um, and then Matt Walsh asked the, the transgender, um, it, was a trans, it was a guy trying to be a girl. Said you're an EMT, um, and you show up to a, a scene, and the victim is a biological male, has a penis, but claims they're having a miscarriage. How would you treat them? Silence. Silence. It was it was genius. It's fucking genius. And see, that's what happens. And then it, when when there was silence, and then they want to take it to someplace else. Don't take it to someplace else. Answer the fucking question. That's all you got to do. Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. Yeah. Uh, what, Arn and Jerry tagging up on Bo Derek circa 1967? No, I would not want that. No, that's gross. Uh, Alicia says, question, who is this Dylan Mulvaney trans for Bud Light? Dylan Mulvaney is the the transgender person that's been all over the place they've been all over tiktok they've been all over they were at the white house they sat down with joe biden they had a discussion and then bud light comes out and puts her his picture on their cans and now this person is a celebrity endorser for bud light i don't know what bud light was thinking There have been plenty of videos. I mean, the one that everybody's seen is the Kid Rock where he takes a, a machine gun to the, the Bud Light cans. Bud, Light, Bud Light's got a lot of explaining to do. 
putting putting that picture on a can. Somebody asked, uh, and they were it, the reason why is because they were celebrating their three hundred and sixty fifth day as a woman. But you're not a woman. That's the problem. See, you're not a woman. You're a man. You might look like a woman. You might dress like a woman. You're still a man. Because see, you can't change your chromosomes. And I know that EMT was saying, "Oh, chromosomes don't matter." Okay, chromosomes don't matter. You tell that to the people that are born with not enough chromosomes. That chromosomes don't matter. Um, I don't, I, uh, literally, I don't know what they were thinking. I, honestly, like, I understand trying to be a part of the world and trying to not piss off any possible people that might consume your product. But there's, there is a fine line, and, and, and Budweiser went way too far with that line. <laughs> Budweiser was just thinking it's perfect. They can have a fake woman represent their fa- fake pea beer. Um, I, I think this is going to cause catastrophic problems at Budweiser. Catastrophic. They're already calling it. Look, look, I can't take credit for this because I've seen it so many times. Bud Light is the new tranny fluid. That's what they're calling it. That's not a good thing. When you have 1% out of 9% of the entire population that assumes they're transgender, you're going to market an entire thing to that? You have just lost marketing. Did you fail that class in college? See, when you want to market something, you want to market it to the biggest number of people out there. The queen of beers, yes, they've got that going out there, too. Uh, Bet your ass the bigwigs blame it on marketing and will say they didn't know and will fire them to save face. You watch. Oh, I've seen the picture of the person that's in charge of marketing. It's a young lady who looks like she just graduated from college. Oh, yeah, she's totally going to get thrown under the bus. Completely. Yes, trans fluid. Highfalutin academics, liberals, all know for being blue-collar, salt-of-the-earth, unwashed beer swillers. Wait, but I thought America was for all trans. Yeah. Bud Light has always been a bitch beer anywhere. Queef. Queer. Uh, way to miss the mark on your target audience. Rednecks and gun owners are the drinkers of beer. Women drink wine. Well, it, it, they, they hit it right on there. Fucking, well, rednecks. This guy ain't a redneck. I'm very interested to see what one of my heroes will do. George Strait has been sponsored by Bud Light forever. I wonder how that's going to go over. George Strait's a fairly conservative fellow. See if this ends the relationship. I don't know. I just think it was a a bad move on their part. Just a terrible move. Maybe he'll just transition into his tequila brand now. I don't know. But um, you're asking me what's... I don't know what the end game is. Be- and and there, there's a reason why I don't know what the end game is. Because something Ogre said earlier. They keep pushing the goalposts. We don't know where the end is because we can't see it. 
They keep moving the end. I mean, I know I've played the clip a number of times on this show about the person who says they identify as a red-tailed hawk. Do we have to accept that? I mean, I have to accept that there's a, 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 a man who's posing as a woman who still has bottoms and dresses as a man but joined a fraternity um, at a university, at, uh, I believe Wyoming, University of Wyoming. I did the story last week. And the guy is getting hard in front of his sorority sisters. But that's not a problem. So how long until we have to, and and I don't ask this question because I hate asking questions about the future, but, and I know that there are some school districts that already allow kids to identify as cats, that they have litter boxes in schools. How is that going to play out in the real world? I I just want to know. I mean, mean, if you identify as a red-tailed hawk, what are your qualifications to work here? Will you be cawing around the office at certain points during the day? Is that what you have to do as a red-tailed hawk? Caw! Caw! I, 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 I just want to know. Because God forbid I say you can't call around the office, then I'm holding you back. And I'm being a trans-species phobic. Whatever the fuck it would be called. You want to know what my ending would be? My ending would be to get in a time machine and go back and, and, and do it like you, you, like they did in that X-Men movie when they went and saw all the mutants. And yes, I just equated trans people to mutants because I'm a genius. But I would go to all these people that are having that surgery and go back in time and, and, and I, would, I would look at their daddies and I'd be like, you need to spank the shit out of this kid right now. Uh-uh. Don't give in to them, because the more you give in to them, the further they're going to go. And that's what we've done. So that's where it ends, when we finally said enough is enough. That's how it ends, Sam. When we, the people, when we, the majority of America, say you've gone too far. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, because, you know, when I don't, uh, when, when, when I say that somebody is, is not really a red-tailed fox. Human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist. That's me. And that's just fact of the matter. It is, it is fact of the matter, so it, just remember that. And y'all wonder, y'all wonder why I have this sound effect ready to go at all times. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. This is why I look forward to the little wins like Ted Lasso and AEW wrestling today. Because I know the rest of the day, which which, the rest of my day will be fantastic because Braddy Kid will keep me entertained. She's funny. Roscoe's funny. Bubble will do something that pisses me off. But then I'll know I have to get stories for tomorrow's show. And then that's when I open Pandora's box of stupidity. And it just comes flooding out. I love the hours between my time noon and 2 because I kind of turn off the the engine 
Don't look at any stories. Don't really open any emails. I get two hours to where I can just go. <gasps> I don't mind it. I love it. I love seeing how far we've fallen as a society. I love it. And it's not because we, we've fallen this far as a society because people are afraid to use the word no. Is the hawk's pronouns ka and ka? Because we haven't said no. First name, goddammit, middle name, Arnie, last name, no. That's what I thought my name was first six years I was alive. God damn it, Arnie, no. God damn it, Arnie, no. My parents weren't afraid to say no. Were y'all's parents afraid to say no? I remember when I wanted the G.I. Joe tank. You remember that? Remember when you were a little kid and you had the action figures? I used to make my all my G.I. Joe action figures wrestle. I put them in wrestling moves, and, 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 and I'd have big events. I even had a little mat drawn out, and I'd fucking I'd get red fingernail polish in case it was a cage match. So that way they could bleed. You and I must have been twins because that was my name, too. <laughs> God damn it, Ogre, no. But I remember I wanted the G.I. Joe tank. Not because I played G.I. Joe with it, because it was a tank. It was cool. Tank was like $38. And let me tell you something. In, in 1982 or 3, $38 was a whole lot of money. I mean, that was the third of a price of an Atari. And this is for a fucking tank that's made out of plastic. I'll never, ever forget. I wanted it. I put it in the I put it in the shopping cart. My dad saw it and said, God damn it, Arnie, no. Took it out, put it, put it with the chips or whatever. Well, this is back in the old days. This is back in the old days when grocery stores had good toy sections. And there was a Tom Thumb grocery store in my grandma's apartment. Now, grandma would not say no to me. My name, my name was. God damn it, Arnie, yes, at Grandma's house. Anything Arnie wanted, Arnie got. Why? I was the chosen one. She loved me more than the other kids in the family. Why? Because I was there with her. And I loved her, too. All four foot fucking ten of her. She was, she was my hero. I love my grandma more than life itself. To this day, I still make egg on toast just the same way she does. I had an egg on toast this morning. And I'll never forget, we went to Tom Thumb. We walked into the toy aisle. And they had, like, back then the toy aisle also had sporting goods. So they sold, like, gloves and bats there. And sometimes you could get some good shit there. And that's back when my allowance was, like, a dollar a week. Telling a kid to save up for six months straight was fucking torture, but it was necessary. Why? Because Grandma would just steal it. Well, Grandma didn't steal it. Grandma, she's like, what do you want? And I was like, I want the tank. I want the tank. See, I, I've never been a fan of the barcodes. The barcodes ended my, my great run as a child. 
And I, and I honestly, I remember when I got this tank. I got this tank the day after David Von Erich was found dead. I was at Grandma's house. David Von Erich, big wrestler in Dallas, found dead in Japan. People around the Metroplex were, were just distraught. I was distraught because I like David, but Carrie, Carrie and Kevin were my favorite. Went to Tom Thumb, got the tank, and that's when Grandma worked her magic. Because Grandma had that price tag, and I think it was like $39.99 at, at Tom Thumb. Well, she found another price tag in, in great shape that said $3.99. She put that on there, and this is back in the day when checkers would fucking, they, would, they were entering the price. And we went to this girl. By the way, we went up to the tobacco bar. And by the way, I'm not, I'm not proud to say this. My grandmother is the first person who ever bought me a can of snuff. It's 13 years old. She bought me a can of Copenhagen. I'll never, ever forget it. Oh, it was so terrible. But I, can't, I did not throw it up. But um, so uh, we went to the tobacco bar, and the, the girl was friends with Grandma. She liked Grandma. And this young girl, she was crying because of David Von Erich. She was a big wrestling fan. She knew who I was. And she just rang it up at $3.99, not paying any attention to it at all. We took the tank. We went home. I put it together. I could not wait to take it home. See, I, I stayed with my grandma on the weekends because my dad would go play piano, and this is back when he drank. Um, well, it was maybe right after he drank. So he, he, he would go out on the weekends, and he would play piano, and he'd go to A meetings. My weekends would be like Friday after school. I'd go to Grandma's house. I'd spend Friday night and Saturday night at Grandma's house. Dad would play the pianos those nights and probably have weird, gross sex with my mother, and I don't even want to think about that because it makes me sick. Um, but then Sunday, Dad would come about noon, pick me up, take me back home so I'd go to school that week. Never forget Dad shows up. Talked a little bit about David Von Eric, and then he's like, you ready to go? I was like, yeah, let me get my tank. And he goes, get your what? I pull out this fucking tank, man. And my dad is like, you did not get your grandmother to pay almost $40 for that. I said, no, she didn't pay. <laughs> She's like, Jerry, Jerry, don't worry about it. I got it. I, I took care of it. It wasn't even $40. <laughs> we get in the car, and my dad's like, how much did she pay for it? I said, I don't know, I think like $4. And my dad just started laughing. So that's how I got the tank. But my dad was not afraid to say, see, that's what grandparents were for, for shit like that. But parents used to say no. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not going to be as kind as Matt Walsh was in that video. If my kid who's under the age of 10 comes up to me and says, I want to wear a dress, I will say no. I'm sorry, no. I, I'm, not afra- I, I'm not afraid of my kid, and I'm not afraid of this idea that, oh, you're going to scar them for later in life. I'm afraid if I say yes, I'm going to scar them even worse later in life. Literally scar them. Say no to your fucking kids every once in a while. By the way, it, I, I don't have kids, but I can imagine... We had an incident the other day. We had an incident the other day here at the house. <laughs> and I still laugh about it. Like I said, I've never had kids, never wanted them. We got Roscoe now. Roscoe ain't my kid. I'm Mr. Arnie. 
Roscoe was in the living room the other day. Roscoe has become mobile. He, he can crawl like a motherfucker. He hadn't figured out the walking part yet. But he can stand. We have a table in the living room. He pulls himself up on that table. Now, the table in the living room also has something I got Braddy Kid because Braddy Kid is a huge fan of Legos. And not just any Legos. We're talking about the expert builds. Um, I got her the Roman Coliseum. And she built that thing. And it was tedious and the same shit, but she, she sat down and she put together the Coliseum. Record time. And now it sits on that table because it's perfect. Perfect size for that table. Perfect middle of the room piece. Well, Roscoe wants to play with it. And Roscoe can't play with Legos yet because, well, he's not even a year old. So every time he gets close to it, she says, no touch, no touch. And the other day, after telling him no touch like three times, he got back up. And he touched it, and she goes, Roscoe! She kind of, it wasn't a yell, it wasn't like a mean yell, but it was a loud yell. Boy, he didn't like that, and he just started crying. I just started laughing. I was like, there it is, right there. No, and we did not allow him to touch it later. So, One of the kids in my son's Taekwondo does, not, does no chores, just takes lessons of all kinds all week, no work at all. He's going to grow up spoiled, entitled, skilled in foofy stuff and totally unable to cook or clean or take care of himself. That is scarring and warping your kids. We put our kids to work every day and weekend. Right, because you're raising adults. You get it. See, this is the thing. There's so many people, and, and, and it sucks because on this show, I'm preaching to the choir. Y'all get it. As a kid, honest to God, as a kid, my my lead, I had two jobs that I hated more than anything. I didn't like mowing the lawn. I did not like that, but I did it. There were two jobs I hated more than anything. Number one was picking the fucking pecans out of the front yard because we had two gigantic pecan trees, and I fucking hate pecans. I hate pecan pie. I hate pecan praline. Anything pecans in it is kryptonite to me. It's the world's worst nut. It, 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 it tastes like a nut that had battery acid poured on it. It's disgusting. I hate it. But there was one job I hated even more. I hated cleaning all the trash cans in the house. Every room had a trash can. A little bitty trash can. Dad's office. Trash can. Mom's room. Or dad and mom's room. She had a trash can next to her vanity where she put her, you know, put her makeup shit in and throw that shit away. I had to clean that. Now, both of my parents at that time were smokers. So all the ashtrays got emptied into, that's right, Let's all say it together, the trash cans. And when you have to hose out the trash cans and you get all that lovely watered-down soot and, and, and old tobacco juices, oh, I hated that job. Hated it, but I had to do it. It was part of my chores. Taught me a valuable lesson. 
Plastic bags are the greatest liner in the world. I don't have to clean trash bag trash cans anymore. Why? Because I don't get shit in my trash cans anymore. Hundred percent correct. I've always told my kids no, and I'll smack their ass if you do and put it back in my line. My son, that's twenty three, is proof that if your kids never tell you I hate you, then you're not doing it right. My daughter didn't really have chores growing up. She'd do whatever we asked, but she was too busy with school and softball. Kind of how it is now. My daughter's 15. She also growing up the same way and has said how she hates me sometimes. Ha ha. But yeah, your daughter did what you asked her to do because you asked her to do it. She knew the rules. She knew what was up. She was out cleaning up dog poop this morning. I give her credit for it. In the in, in nasty, I mean, it, after the, the monsoon that we had, I wouldn't gone out there. I'd let that shit harden up. That's just me, though. There you go. All right, next letter here. I know we're taking a long time in mail today, but that's okay. I, I ain't got nowhere to be. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Big horn. I don't know about you, but I'm really sick and tired of all the Hollywood BS. I really thought that Yellowstone was going to be different, but then I have to remember that Kevin Costner is part of it and that he is a Hollywood diva problem. Why don't they just... Hold on a second. Let me get the right sound effect for you here. Why don't they just... Do your fucking job. That's from Stacy. Tie your fucking trash bags and put them in the trash can, please, you fucking savages. Yeah, you got to do that. You can't have that happen. That's bad. Thank you, Trash Panda. Um, if you haven't heard, um, the earliest possible date for Yellowstone coming back now is November. If it comes back. Oh, that's right, because that is a gigantic if it comes back. Kevin Costner, Taylor Sheridan are butting heads. Uh, there was a big event last week. Uh, I don't know if it was Vanity Fair that was putting on this party or they were associated with it, but tickets were being sold for $100 each, and people bought tickets to see this to meet the cast or to meet some members of the cast from Yellowstone, and no one showed up from the cast. Not one person. I mean, you'd figure at least Jimmy would show up. Or the token black guy. Have him show up, but nobody showed up. Now, I don't know if they're fast-tracking this Four Sixes show. that's uh, going to star Matthew McConaughey. I don't know if they've started rushing to film the next season of 1923. But all I do know is that Yellowstone is still on hiatus, and it might not come back. All because Kevin Costner wanted to only work one week. Not happy about that either, Stacy. Yeah, I'm, I'm bummed out about it. And, and the thing is that Taylor Sheridan has really good shows. Tulsa King, hit. Mayor of Kingstown, hit. Yellowstone, hit. 1883, a lot of people liked it. I didn't care for it, but hey, it was a hit. 1923, which I really liked, hit. We'll see what happens. 
Oh, I, 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 I really don't want it to go out that way. It's been too good of a show. It's been way too good of a show. But it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me at all. He's a Hollywood diva because he wants to work on a movie. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. <clears throat> I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed your deep dive you went on to music last week. I really never knew that you had so much knowledge about music. I just thought you were a funny guy on the radio. And you still are very funny at that. Well, thank you very much. Just wondering, were you serious about doing a deep dive in country music? Because I think that would be amazing. That's from Brandy. Um, I mean, I could. I, I, you know, I, I don't mind talking about music. Country music's a lot, lot easier, I mean, to go down. Country music, uh, honestly, country music started like most music genres start. Um, it, it, it started from, hold on a second, let me, let me get a, let me get the right guy here. Um, guys like this. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all. Tennessee Ernie Ford. The world thy hands have made. But it started from gospel music. As most genres have, jazz music started from old gospel songs that were, were slave hymns. It's the truth. That's how jazz really got it, it, its bearings was through that. Country music got its same bearings that way. It got it through traditional gospel music. And then we had guys like, like this. Um, I just downloaded this one. Where the hell is it? Uh, this guy right here. This is your first real country star. I had a friend named Ramblin' Bob Who used to steal, gamble, and rob He thought he was the smartest guy in town But I found out last Monday Bob got locked up Sunday They've got him in the jailhouse way downtown I'm in the jailhouse He's in the jailhouse now He's in That's Jimmy Rogers Jimmy Rogers was the first real country music star I mean, if you think about it You, you think about country music and the stars and, and how it split off into so many different genres Before it was country and western but Jimmy Rogers totally led to this guy uh, right here. I mean. Your cheating heart will make you weep. you cry and cry. And that just broke the floodgates right there. Country music was running. The Beatles invented heavy metal. Listen to Helter Skelter. Oh, hey, I can't, I can't disagree with that. And then country music broke off into, you know, um, just wonderful other genres, if you will. Um, 
Do I have it? No. Oh, I do have it. This guy right here. This is a different brand of country music. This is what's called bluegrass music. It's very, very string-led. And this is Bill Monroe. Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. Shine on the one it's gone and root and Blue moon of Kentucky, keep on shining. So you have bluegrass, you have traditional country music, and then things kind of went crazy when the invention of rock and roll came out, and you had people like Elvis, and you had people like Johnny Cash, who was a rock and roller. Jerry Lee Lewis was a rock and roller. And then Johnny Cash came back to country music. Johnny Cash was welcomed back in country music with guys like Waylon Jennings. Even early on with Willie Nelson, they were in Nashville. But their stuff wasn't getting played because their stuff was too real. So, Willie Nelson said, okay, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll write you songs. Uh, what's her name? Um, oh, God damn it. Why can't I think of her name? Oh, there it is. Uh, there we go. Got it now. Willie Nelson wrote this song. Crazy, I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. I'm crazy. That's a Willie Nelson song, but Patsy Cline sung it because Patsy Cline was this traditional country. Um, she was traditional, like like these other players were, and there's nothing wrong with it. There was nothing wrong with people like Ernest Tubb. I love Ernest Tubb. When we dance together, my world's in disguise. Very, very uh, rhythmic, very country-esque, very great sounding. But there was a problem, is that there were artists out there like Willie and Waylon that liked a different style of music. They liked this, what is called the Texas sound. So they came back to Texas, and they paid tribute to guys like this. Even the heart of Texas, yeah. You cannot go wrong with Bob Wills in the state of Texas. You play a Bob Wills song, you'll be appreciated. But that's what Willie wanted. wanted he wanted that. And that's why Willie started his sound. I believe he recorded uh, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain in Garland. But Willie had that, that what they called the outlaw sound. He had guys like Waylon jump on board with him, Chris Christopherson, Johnny Cash, who later then became the Highwaymen together. But they all had that. Merle was kind of in there with them. And this was the genre that was taking over country music. You still had your George Joneses. 
who was questionable because of all the alcohol and drugs he took. He had the traditionalist uh, Tammy Wynettes of the world, which was fine. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this kick happened in the middle of the 80s where you had amazing country artists come out. A guy like, 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 uh, this guy right here. <laughs> Fell out of the state of Oklahoma. Oh, you hear this syrup. I know you loved him a long time ago. Good old Keith won too many Whitley. Uh, yeah, he drank himself to death in the back of his car, was married to Lori Morgan. But you had great artists like that. You had, you, you, you had awesome artists like uh, th- this guy right here. I, I love Steve Warner. Steve Warner is one of my, one of my favorite um, There's a stir across the land. And you had artists like that, and they weren't wearing cowboy hats, especially this guy. You may think that I'm talking foolish. You've heard that I'm wild and I'm free. And then that led to the invention of this guy right here. And I couldn't be happier because this guy right here, it, it, look, I, I'm sorry when it comes down to it, this is the king. One of my golden oldies right here. Traditional country music. George Strait said, hey, it's okay to wear a cowboy hat. Actually, there was somebody before that, and he was kind of a he was kind of a rebel, but he wore a cowboy hat mainly because he fell off the side of a mountain. But you can't you cannot go through the the history of country music without paying attention to this guy. Says it's the end of time and the Mississippi River, she's a gold dry. And that led to Travis Tritz of the world, but then it all got hijacked. It all went away because they found out, oh, wait a second. If we take a pop tone to this, man, oh man, think of all the money we could make. I blame the demise of country music on one man and one song alone. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. And that's all you're going to get. Death of country music was Garth Brooks. 
It was over. And then, now we have some new artists that are coming around, but they're labeled as Americana. I mean, for Christ's sake, hold on a second. This is what country music is now. Let, let me see if I can find. So the CMT Awards were the other night, and this song won Best um, Video, and it won something else. This is a fellow by the name of Jelly Roll. I I, I, I don't know this song, so I, I, I can't tell you how it goes. But here, let's try it out. See if this is kind of... Never get lonely. I got these goals to keep me company. I took the rear view off of this so forward, so I only see him in front of me. Now the past is out of sight and out of mind. This is garbage. Swore I changed, now I'm back chasing these white lines. I'm just a long haired son of a sinner, searching for new. No, thanks. Don't want any part of it. Thanks, though. Appreciate it. Hey, congratulations to you. It's just not, it's not my, it's not my brand of vodka. Nor will it ever be my brand of vodka. There shouldn't be a pain in your voice like a uh, pining, sappy, needy bitch like Garth Brooks. Singing melody is one thing, but what country devolved into is just hell. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Chuck Berry and John Lemon react to senseless screams of Yoko Ono. Hold on a second. Here, let's see. The Chuck Berry's looking at her like, shut up, bitch. He used to carry his guitar in a gunny sack. Put it beneath the tree by the railroad track. Holding it with the- I don't need to see Yoko Ono trying to ruin a Chuck Berry song. All right, a couple more mail, and we'll be done, and we'll just continue the show, like always. Uh, let's see. Uh... Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. It's not Bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, play Kane Brown and tell me that ain't pop. No, I ain't going to play no Kane Brown. Uh-uh. No, sorry. I love Jelly Roll. He's awesome. I also love Merle Haggard and Waylon Jennings. Hey, good. Good. Hey, Fred, buy more, more albums for you to buy. I don't need them. Uh, this one's from Steve. It says, Arnie, I need you to please explain something to me because I just don't understand the world anymore. How in the hell do these super hot women all around the world keep falling for guys like Pete Davidson and Harry Styles? I'm so confused. They both look like they rape wild cats. You mean feral cats? That's from Steve. Uh, only if Mark Chapman aimed that gun at Yoko instead. Amen to that. Um, I figured it out. I, I know what it is. I know what it is. Especially with Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson is a project. See, and, and a lot of women love projects. I'm not saying all women. 
Don't knock raping cats until you try it. Once you get a black cat, you never go back. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Pete Davis is a project. You can fix him. I mean, look at him. The guy's a fucking mess. He's a train wreck. Stupid tattoos all over the place. Doesn't really know how to dress. You could fix that. And I think, honestly, that's what, well, maybe not Kim. I think Kim Kardashian dated him just to fucking rub Kanye's nose in it. That's the only reason why she ever went out with Pete Davidson. But Pete still keeps getting hot chicks. Why? Because this hot chick is going to be the one that fixes him. Men aren't fixable. Especially like men, men like Pete Davidson. He knows exactly what he's doing. Now, Harry Styles, look, Harry Styles just looks like, it, to me, I think the reason why women get with Harry Styles is that they're, this is their, their, their toe into the lesbian pool. Because there is not a more female-looking dude than Harry Styles. I think every chick that's been with Harry Styles is using Harry Styles instead of an actual chick to try out their lesbian skills. Cowboys Girl says, I think Pete has a big dong because who would really think that's cute? That, that, that's the story is he has a, a, is very well endowed. How is that Jelly Roll? I've seen him with Yellow Wolf and definitely didn't sing like that. He was a rapper, confused. Oh, he has a lot of rap songs. I mean, hold on a second here. Let's see if I, I, I don't know any of his music, so, nor do I really want to know any of his music, but, uh, Let's see what mobile home sounds like. Does he have any upbeat songs? I've been smoking And I ain't coming down No, my feet won't touch the ground And I can't help it I seem hopeless and by the way, you can't have face tattoos in country music. I'm just going to let you know. Now you cannot have face tattoos in country music. Not allowed. Tattoos, that's one thing in country music. It, and, and you really can't have a sleeve because then you're, 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 you're deemed, like, you know, not Christian. I don't know why, but, yeah, that guy's terrible. Can they stop with the overly sensitive pussy country music? It sucks. I need a chick a boom drum, beat fiddles, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, I, hey, I hear you. I mean, that's why you got me. You got me for that kind of stuff. You, you know I'm going to treat you right with the country music. I ain't going to play that shit. Um, yeah, Harry Styles, I think, is the lady's first chance into lesbianism. Uh, well, Olivia Wilde, probably, I bet you she goes lesbian, full-on lesbian here pretty soon. And after Emily Ratajkowski and Harry Styles break up, maybe that'll be the power couple. Boy, can you imagine that? Can you imagine that sandwich? Olivia Wilde and Emily Ratajkowski together? Boy, you take Megan Fox and you throw her big toes as thumbs in there. You stick those thumbs where the sun don't shine and you're good to go. All right, last mail here. Let's see. Um, mm-hmm. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This one's from Mike. It says, Dear Arnie, I really hope this makes Lister mail because I was so confused with the ending of WrestleMania. And then to have Brock Lesnar totally destroy Cody Rhodes out of nowhere on Monday night, costing us what could have been a really cool tag team match. 
Where is this heading? I ain't going to spend a lot of time because I spent a lot of time Monday talking about wrestling. I know not everybody's a wrestling fan, so I try to be nice. Um, there's a website that people go to, and they've been ranking Monday Night Raws since Monday Night Raw started. And it's something that Monday Night Raw actually uses. The WWE uses this to, uh, to see how they're doing. And it, this isn't a rating system. It's just how fans decided if they like the, the Monday Night Raw or not. Monday Night Raw, this last Monday night, the Monday after WrestleMania, usually the biggest Monday Night Raw of the year. Lots of surprises, lots of people coming back, lots of stuff. Only really showed us one return, and that was Matt Riddle, and nobody really gave a fuck about that. And it also showed us Cody Rhodes get beat down in in what I thought was the stupid part of WrestleMania because Cody Rhodes will never be that over again. I don't know if this is going to be a long, played-out year where Roman Reigns has a title for another year. I can't think that will be good for them. If I'm AEW, I'm licking my chops right now. I'm thinking about the talent that I have and what I should do with the talent that I have because if the WWE wastes another year with Roman Reigns as the champion, it's just dumb. I have no idea. Vince McMahon did everything on Monday night. He did a bunch of rewrites. By the way, the Monday Night Raw, lowest ranked Monday Night Raw of all time, according to that website. Not just of the WrestleMania Raws, of every single Raw that's ever been on. They've keep, they, they keep track. The lowest fan ranked one of all time. Now, if I'm the folks at Endeavor, and by the way, there is a story today, um, and I got to thank V Coop for this because V Coop sent this uh, earlier. Um, Vince McMahon is under investigation for possible violations in the sale to Endeavor. Uh, a law firm that specializes in shareholder litigation. Uh, announced it's looking into whether WWE's board of directors obtained a fair and reasonable price in the sale. So they're looking into it. Now he sent me something else. Biden. Joe Biden stored classified documents in Chinatown near Penn Biden Center. During a House Oversight Committee hearing, President Joe Biden's classified document scandal Tuesday. Uh, testimony given, Biden's former assistant while Vice President Kathy Chung testified that Biden stored classified documents at a number of remote locations around D.C. Probably not a good idea. Um, an office near White House, an office in Chinatown, and the infamous Penn Biden Center. How many times does this guy got to fuck up? Maybe people are just sick of Roman Reigns. Hmm. Yeah, I, I am. Roman Reigns is boring as shit. He doesn't do anything good. Outside attack. He's the new NWO. That's how we knew, that, and that's what killed WCW. was NWO. You knew what was going to happen in the main event. If it was Ric Flair against the Macho Man for the world title, we knew that the NWO was going to come out there and outside interfere, and the Macho Man was going to win. Click over to the other channel. I mean, if we're lucky enough to ever see Roman Reigns outside of pay-per-views, 
Man's defended title 15 times. He's been champ for over a thousand or almost a thousand days. Please. Ric Flair did that in three weeks in fucking Japan, going an hour each time. I don't like where the WWE's head. That's what, that's all I'll say. I don't care for it. They, they, I'm not saying they can't save it. I'm not saying it's unsavable, but I just don't care for it. I'll keep watching it. But speaking of watching stuff, now we're done with uh, this. Um, has anybody been paying attention to these McDonald's stories going on? Anybody? Anybody at all? McDonald's is warning of menu cuts happening, possibly. Um, McDonald's temporarily shut down all their U.S. offices and proposals were drawn to get rid of a number of corporate employees around the globe. CEO warned of job cuts in January, telling staff the firm had become unfocused and changed where they needed to go. They're looking to get rid of certain sandwiches. One sandwich in particular, the chicken sandwich they want to get rid of. Now, 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 wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. (sighs) They are talking about getting rid of the Egg McMuffin. Now, 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 look here. If you want to be chopped up and served to the poor, get rid of the McMuffin. No. You, you, no, 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 no. Get rid of the fillet of fish. No, 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 no. Get, get, get rid of all the bullshit. Get rid of all your veggie shit first. This is. Uh, I'm convinced that I'm the smartest man in the world. I, I, I really am. I, I'm convinced of it. You see, a few years ago, I was on an afternoon show called Dog Shit and Jerk Off. And I used to state all the time that McDonald's would make money hand over fist if they started serving breakfast all day long. And what happened a year later? McDonald's came out and announced they're serving breakfast all day long. And what happened to McDonald's? Their quarter earnings were record level. Why? Because they were selling fucking breakfast all day long because it's good. And then the horrible pandemic hit. And McDonald's stopped serving breakfast all day long. Now, I don't know why the pandemic made them stop serving breakfast all day long. By the way, I don't care. There is no answer you can give me that I will I will take. I'm sorry, I will not take it. And lo and behold, looky there, looky there. They have a McFry sandwich where it's a hamburger, a cheeseburger, and it's got fries on it. You're gonna you're gonna put that out there, but you can't give us the egg McMuffin anymore. You take away the egg McMuffin, I will never eat at McDonald's again, ever. Even when they bring the McRib back, I will not even get a McRib. You take the Egg McMuffin away, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to end up losing weight. I might have an eating disorder. I might, I might look like one of those fucking famine-infested kids from Africa, minus all the flies around me. 
Distended belly, check. I, I, watering for no reason, check. Yeah, it's right, it's watering for a reason. I lost the fucking McMuffin. I'm going to buy a McDonald's ogre, and I'm going to call the McMuffin what you called it. That is epic. The egg McFucking muffin. Yeah, because it's the greatest breakfast sandwich ever. Look, I don't, I, I don't even eat the ham on that. I take the Canadian bacon and chuck it. I go egg, extra cheese, toasted, a little burnt. Is that good? Arnie, we need to open a fast food restaurant. Among the rules, when you spend more than 30 seconds ordering your food in the drive-thru, a giant catapult goes, well, pow, your car goes flying. Yeah, you know, I like that, but see, that's going to be a cost issue. That one's going to be a cost issue there, Ogre, so this is what we'll have. The rule is, for every 30 seconds you're a moron, I get to pick and, and, and choose one of my own pubic hairs to put in your sandwich because it shouldn't take you that long. We got a McMuffin. We got the double cheeseburger. We'll have a, a Big Mac. We'll have McRib year-round fries. You want a shake in a cup? Don't fucking come here. You want coffee? Go to Starbucks. Yeah, you come to my McDonald's and try to order coffee. See what happens. Get to fucking stepping. I like how I'm so militant. That's ridiculous. Egg McMuffins are the best item on the menu. Lose that and I'm done. Oh, man. Ooh, I like that the price doubles. Yeah, you let a kid order, that fucking price doubles. I want a poopy shake. Oh, you want a poopy shake? I'll make you a poopy shake. Literally, I will poop in your shake. Come get a poopy shake. I ain't got time for that bullshit. Man, when I when I would get like time off, when it, when I was doing the morning show and, and I'd get time off, the one thing that I would always, always, always look forward to. I'd always look forward to that one day that I knew I was gonna go to McDonald's for breakfast. I just look forward to it because and, and I love the biscuit sandwiches too. I get the biscuits with round eggs instead of that. That it look, you want to get rid of something? Get rid of that nasty flopped over folded egg. That thing is disgusting. Blech. You get me one of them biscuit sandwiches with bacon on it and cheese, and, and, and the round egg. Whoo wee! Is that good too? I, I'm cool with that. Order it. Yeah, look here. I can take pickles off. I can take pickles off. I can take ham off. I don't mind coffee at McDonald's, but it needs to be the shitty coffee. You go to church with donuts, none of this fancy shit, just coffee. That's it. Look, look here. I understand that coffee is a big thing. It. My one caveat here. You, you want to have coffee at McDonald's? Okay. You, you got to go inside to get it. Coffee not available in the drive-thru. Fuck you. This is for eating customers. This is a restaurant. By the way, what is all this doing? Why am I making a big deal about this story? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because McDonald's is laying off a lot more people than they first let on. They are cutting hundreds, if not thousands of jobs, not only in the corporate level. They say um, 
fast food giant will lay off hundreds of corporate staff to free up resources for growth as it plans to reinvent the drive through across the world. Let me read your comments here. And uh, It's like Arby's getting rid of their potato cakes. Right? Right? Exactly. Gold, you feel me. Arby's has never been the same for me since they got rid of the potato cakes, I got to say. And when you're done with your order, the sound bite plays. Fuck you too. <laughs> Have a nice day. Well, this is what's happening. They aren't the reason why they're cutting jobs and they're trying to save money is because automation is a motherfucker. There's a McDonald's that that's here in the Metroplex. And I and I know this is stupid that I get all fucking you know, sentimental over a McDonald's, but I do. Um, the McDonald's that's on Forest Lane and Abrams in Dallas was the McDonald's grandma used to take me to. I got all my great Muppet caper glasses there. I got my posters of the Dallas Cowboys there. It was the first place I experienced a McRib with my dad. Um, it had a shitty playland for a little while. Not one of the good. It never had a ball crawl or anything. But that is completely a drive-through restaurant now. You can't even go in there anymore. And they have like four employees. And let me warn you, people. This is what's going to happen. That's the new McDonald's. New McDonald's are going to employ about four people. They're going to have to pay them like $25 an hour. Thanks, California. And everything's going to be automated except those four people. I would imagine that pretty much all locations are going to be shut down on the inside because that's just a that's just a, a waste. That's a time consumer. You got to clean that. You got to staff that. You got to clean the bathrooms. You got to do all this electric bill, all that kind of stuff. You want to cut money? And a lot of people will think, oh, wow, this is a great idea. This is awesome. But it's not. It's the worst idea known to mankind. You want to know why? Because where are kids going to learn how to work? Because once McDonald's does it, I can guarantee you that the other big ones are going to do it. They don't have McDonald's money, but Burger King ain't broke. Taco Bell ain't broke. They're going to watch this happen and go, ooh, what can we learn from this? And we're going to, we, I, I, in my opinion, I think we lose hundreds of thousands of entry-level jobs. Now, now look, these aren't, these aren't jobs that are going to maybe take you to NASA later in life, but it teaches you how to work in public. It teaches you about responsibilities. It teaches you about those things. And now we're saying, well, we don't have the fast food world anymore. You 16-year-olds, you're going to have to find something else. How are they supposed to get work experience? There are only so many paper routes. And by the way, you're going to see this at a lot of places. I think it's a bad idea. I think it's a very bad... And I understand business, and I understand why they're doing it. I I get it. I ain't going to tell people how to do their business or anything like that. I just think it's a terrible idea. 
because we need those jobs for kids. Kids need to learn how to work in public. By the way, I've been holding on to this story forever. I got to do this story. This is a fucking terrible story. Terrible story out of Mexico City. Um, this is about uh, Jose Nolasco and Verdiana Bessarelli. Their daughter, Regina Iztan. I don't know why they all got different names. Bubba, shut up, man. I can hear you fucking snore through headphones. Good Lord, if you're going to snore that loud, at least get close to the microphone. Married couple and their daughter decided to go out for a little family joy ride. They, they, they want to have fun, fun family day. We've, we've all done it, right? We've all had fun family days. And they thought to themselves, hey, you know what would be really, really fun to do? It, now, this is something that you would never hear Arnie State say. But they said, hey, you know what would be really, really fun to do, oh? Um, let's go to the L Hot Air Balloon-O and take a ride-o. So that's what the three of them did. They found a hot air balloon place, and they were going to take a hot air balloon ride over Mexico. Um, they posed for a family photo in front of the aircraft, and then uh, they took off. There they are, dad, mom, and daughter. Give them the thumbs up and the peace sign. Um, the, the balloon was flying over a pre-Hispanic pyramid site. Um, and that, oh dear, oh my, oh boy, I did not know this. I did not know this Christmas present was here. There's video. Oh boy, I'm going to hell for this one. There we are. All right, we're on board the uh, uh, warning. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to watch the damn video. Thank you. I understand that it contains content that might be upsetting to me. It's not going to upset me. Este alcance. There we go. There we go. They're just people flying around and all that. Wait, wait a second. Oh, is that, oh my God, are they falling? Is that a fire? Holy shit. Woo! That is a long way down. Have they hit the ground yet? Nope, the balloon's spinning out of control. There's another person falling. Looks like they're on fire. At least the arrow put them out. Yep, the the balloon's still on fire. The basket is on fire. I don't know if you all know this, but if the basket catches on fire in a hot air balloon, you're fucked. Yeah, no es bueno. No, that is no es bueno at all. Um... The parents were killed. Somehow the daughter lived. I don't know how the daughter lived. She had she has a few broken bones. After she jumped from the burning basket, the parents dead. So uh, note to anybody: anybody who wants to buy me a hot air balloon ride, fuck you. Mm, that shit ain't happening. No, sir, Bob. Last year in Egypt, a hot air balloon carrying 28 tourists, that'd be way too many, plummeted from 200 feet before crash landing off the course. Uh, eat a bag of dicks. No thanks. Mm-mm. Hot air balloons? No. 
No, 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 no. I'd rather I almost rather swim in a river. Almost. Yeah, I'll go in a balloon with a parachute or rocket pack. Yeah, that's the only way I'm getting in that motherfucker. No, sir. All right, last story of the day. This happened in Serbia. I guess in Serbia they don't really uh I I guess I guess medicine's just kind of an afterthought there. A teenager who was left incontinent from Serbia. This is what we're talking about. 19-year-old. She was unable to control her bladder. She's like, hey, comrade, I need some help. So she went to the, I guess they have doctors there, or or do they have, like, shamans? I'm not sure. It's Serbia. They got a guy who owns a bunch of goats, and that's a doctor. Um, She needed help. So she went to confess to medics that she had shoved a cork from a bottle of hairspray in her vagina during a state of impaired judgment while having sex. Hmm. Sanchez family, I'm going to fall from the hot air balloon. I'll answer your question very, very quickly. So, she's doing the hoopty and the doopty, and she decides, hey, before I do the hoopty and the doopty, I'm going to put a cork up there. And by the way, what kind of hairspray comes with a cork? (laughs) That's some third world fucking hairspray right there. Was it made by the medicine man? So, this happened about three and a half years ago. She's had a... She's had a cork stuck in her cooter for three and a half years. She didn't ask for medical help due to her sense of shame and fear of judgment from the environment. She even tried to remove the cork herself, but was unsuccessful. She went to the first examination, informed the, uh, the, the, them what happened. Menstrual cycles were regular, lasting five days. Doctors found swollen tissue when they examined around the cork stuck inside her vagina. During the exam, the presence of a foreign body in the vag with granulation tissue and uh, above the foreign body in the area of the urethra was noted. A a vesicovaginal fistula is an unwanted opening in the body that is caused by infections, injuries, and inflammations, and it can can happen anywhere. So all of a sudden, your body opens up, and you got a vagina. So men, you can be have vaginas. Um... Nobody ever asked her why she put the cork in there. So I, I, I guess she made it out fine. They took out the cork, and she's going to live forever. But I, I it, it don't it, see. This is what I hate about journalism today. I would ask the question. I'd be like, "Hey, uh, real quick, uh, just a little side note. In my story here. Um, why did you put the cork in your vagina? And what hairspray uses cork?" I'd like to know so I can stay away from that cork. Do you think that that 
these. This would be fucking legendary. You get disbarred for it. I, I don't know, maybe not in Serbia. But here you would. Let's say you're the doctor and you remove the cork. Do you smell the cork like a bottle of wine and go, oh, that's a 1972? <laughs> that one might get you in trouble. I'm staying away from that damn cork. That cork, fuck, I'm surprised it hasn't disintegrated yet. And by the way, what guy goes along with that? Hey, I'm fixing to stick a cork in my cooter uh, while we do it. You cool with that? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean. hold on a second. Let, let, let me refrain that. A guy's not going to say no because the guy's getting sex. So, uh, But, I, I mean, I, I'd leave and I'd, like, go to my friend's house and be like, hey, um, you know your sister puts cork in her vagina when we have sex? It, that's how you tell the brother right there. But, like, like, hey, has anybody ever come up to you and said, hey, I want to put a cork in there before we do it? See, I would think that would be a, kind of a, a shot at my, my size more than anything. I'd be like, wait a second, wait a second. I'm competing with a cork in there now? Our dude might add a micro penis. Okay. You still, as a guy, you got to say no. Mm-mm. Sorry if you got a micro penis, but no, you got to say no to that. You you can't go along with, hey, I'm going to put a cork in there. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Everybody knows the cork is for the butthole. Come on. No, wait, wait, wait a second. I, I, look here, you gals. I I know how y'all talk. I know how y'all gals are around your little gal pal friends, and you talk about sex a lot more than men do, and you're a lot more graphic about it. I just got to ask you a question. Let, 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 let's say that the, the girls around the campfire are talking. Maybe you got a, a gal pal night out, right? You're all having white Zinfandel and fucking mimosas and all that kind of stuff, right? Great time. What happens when somebody in that group goes, hey, has anybody ever thought about putting a cork up your vagina? I, I, I just, I'd like to know, just, just uh, and it's only for my, my own well-being. Like, like, how do you come back from that one? I, I, I mean... Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. See, that that one's really interesting. I mean, uh, hey, hey, Sally, have you ever put a cork up your vagina before sex? I think that would be kind of an end to the night, don't you? I I just don't think that one's going to go over well in gal pal circles. Right, meow says the cork goes in the ass, not the pussy. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always write me here on Mixler. I hope everybody has a wonderful and awesome hump day, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. But I think it's quite queer So I'm writing this down 
in a song I just couldn't resist Cause it's a nice little twist And I think you'll agree This is just wrong That man is totally gracious But I'm thinking, damn, why not me? We could even sing it on TV It's like him and old Julio Iglesias Down all the highways, wherever our big buses can go. And I think that it's great to finally sing one straight, and our fans will all love it. I know, and I'm loving it too, really. I finally could sing one straight. Well, I think that it's been long enough I'm mighty proud Just to listen to the crowd and I finally got to sing one with George Strait You, man, you just made my career. Well, you should have said something straight. Always thought we'd sound great, and I finally got to sing one with old George.
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.